All right. Well, this is Stephen Waggersback with LABI, and we are here for a very special Sounds of the Session episode because we got Batman and Robin. I'm not going to say which one's Batman, which one's Robin. I'll let them do it. But we got the dynamic duo here. Um, you know, we're about a month away from legislative session here in Louisiana. We've got a lot of important issues coming up. We've got an economy that is still struggling to recover. We've got tax reform on the agenda, trying to do a lot of ways to help improve investment in Louisiana. And we've got the two guys who are going to be leading the charge in the legislature to, to figure out those issues and, and many more. And so joining me here today is Senate President Paige Cortez and House Speaker Clay Schecksnyder. Guys, how are you all doing today? We're doing good. great, Stephen. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Yeah, well, thanks for inviting us over. And y'all are looking fresh and spry. It's like, you know, it's definitely not session look right here. You know, y'all are looking ready to roll. <laughs> well, I can tell you it's been a, a long day, and, it, and it's not session yet. So the days are getting longer as we lead up to the session, yeah, but I'm that, sure it's like that for everybody. That's how it goes, unfortunately. Well, look, let, let's get right to it. Uh, I know there's a lot of people who are, you know, looking forward to this session, seeing what's going on. What, what's on y'all's plate? How do you see this session rolling out? What, what, are, you, what are you hearing from members, and what's, what's on your agenda as you go into this? Well, the House, we really have no agenda. We're just going to come in and wing most of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, we've, uh, we've kind of approached it on our side, and I think Paige and them have on their side as well. We're looking at some tax reform. It's something that uh, our members have been passionate about on both sides of the aisle. We need to address it. We haven't done a very good job in the past at, at, at addressing some of it. So we've uh, we've been... Since the end of last session, we've been meeting and, and getting together, getting ideas. I traveled the state, met with all the members, and kind of just got feedback from all of them about what they were passionate about. And, you know, come to find out that a lot of them on both sides are passionate about the same thing, just mm-hmm. different ways of getting there. So uh, we we took some of those and uh, started putting bills together. Uh, right now, you know, the big one that's out there is uh, – centralized tax collection been uh working it very hard we put together a task force last year a study group last year that uh brought the locals together the sheriffs together and uh, got everybody's input and you know uh, you sat on that that study group and I yeah. think I think when we started, right, we were we were lucky if we would have got anything out of there unanimous, right? But I think as the days went on and the more we've done them uh I think I was, I, I know I was shocked at the end when decided to put together a constitutional amendment that uh, that was created, right? And it was voted on unanimously. Uh, that's our big, that's our big ask this year is to go in and to look at that and, and get that passed. Well, get, get, just to give a little background on that issue while, while you brought it up is, you know, task forces come and go in, in, in the Capitol, right? They're always thrown at issues. But that one was unique. I, I think you brought an amendment last year to centralize the collection. You heard a lot of different input from different parties, and you put together a task force that was real, that worked, that had an agenda, and, and you drove it pretty well. And I, I think that there's a lot of optimism right now. And I know I've been going around the, the state and kind of delivering that message and getting feedback. And I, I think there is a lot of, of folks fired up for that. So, and I do think that would be a tremendous, um, you know, uh, help to our state rankings and especially to small business and medium-sized business who usually the ones having the most issue with that convoluted process. So I want to commend you for, for, for setting that up and for having the commitment this, this year to give it a good shake. Yeah. And, and look, it's, it's a team effort. I mean, I think Everybody out there who pays attention to it, who saw how we handled last session, Senate President and I, and I have become um, 
much more cohesive group than the groups in the past. And we talk to each other daily and, and we bounce things off of each other. And, and look, we don't always see eye to eye, but we both want the same thing, come together and work on those things. And look, just like with this right here, I think it's we're both small business guys and we know complex it is with X. Uh, problems that we have, but this would help. This would help businesses like ours be more uh, adapt to grow. We'd have more time to put to it. It, it simplifies simplify things, and then just outside, just kind of simplifying everything out there nationally where companies want to come in. So it's a it's a big ask, but I, I think we've committed to try to get it right and to make it right. You know, I just tell you, you know, he talked about small business. My brother-in-law, uh, who runs the administrative side of our small business, has talked about how difficult it was in a small business to pay your local taxes. So we deliver home furnishings. So you're dealing with different parishes every time you deliver to them, different jurisdictions, different municipalities. So hard. And and in, I just got a newspaper article the other day sent to me from what at the time was just newly elected state senator Mike Michaud under the Foster administration proposed centralized tax collection <laughs> two decades ago. So this is not a new issue. So you got to clean up Mike's work. Is that what's going on? <laughs> well, let's just say that, that uh, as a, someone once said, good bills take years to pass. Sometimes That's we right. pass bad bills quickly. Uh, but, but I want to reiterate with what Clay just said. You know, we were probably in modern history the first independently elected presiding officers that the bodies, the Senate and the House said, these are the guys that we want to lead. Well, guess what? When you catch the 18-wheeler, what do you do with it if you're the dog chasing it? So we now have to come up with a plan. And so I want to commend our committee chairman, um, you know, Senators White and, and Alain, specifically on the money committees, and Zarang and uh, Bishop for working across the Memorial Hall to work together to say, look, this is a legislative process and a legislative agenda. We want, He said it. We're not all going to agree. But if we understand the end game is – don't die on a hill in a battle, win the war. And so the governor, to his credit, has given us this latitude to say, okay, go tell me what your agenda is, policymakers. And so now it's our turn. So we, we hope that we bring a, a, a good tax reform agenda. There are going to be other issues. We have the unemployment uh, insurance trust fund that that has uh, been decimated by the pandemic. Um, we do not want that to turn into a backdoor tax on businesses. So we have to address that again. So there's going to be other issues. Well, you all both mentioned how close you work together in your chairs. You mentioned, uh, you know, Senators Allen and White, obviously representatives, uh, you know, Bishop and Zerang are in the same boat. And it is noticeable to everyone who has watched the Capitol over the years how closely you all work. And I, that's not usually been the template over the years. And you all have created a very unique um, bond between um, – entities and it's noticed and I think last year I, I personally feel like that's a big reason why some tough issues were able to be tackled and that's why this year I think there's so much optimism uh, never before have you seen the legislature working closely together on the front end trying to get that done so you're both to be commended for that leadership on that front you mentioned um, the unemployment trust fund it's obviously a huge issue what other issues besides tax reform that maybe aren't on the front pages but you think are going to be kind of notable issues that come up that you think people should be aware of? Well, sports wagering, because the referendum passed in 55 of the 64 parishes, uh, constituents have now said, I voted for that. What are you all going to do now? It's a tax. So obviously all tax have to start on the House side, but there's rules and regs, and then there's going to be a, a lot more that's going to go into it. It's, it's a complicated issue, but I think 40 or so other states already have passed it. Um, it, that's going to be an interesting issue. All of this is going to be discussed. We've got budget issues, 
We've got potentially federal dollars coming down. We've got the Medicaid match that's we think is going to get extended. You know, we have to replace some one-time dollars uh, from the last two budget cycles that we got from the feds. And we need to get this economy back going, all with the backdrop of redistricting coming up on the horizon. So there's going to be a lot of moving parts. And I want to, before we go any further, say that none of those issues that we just brought up, and we didn't mention the federal uh, you know, income tax deduction, that we got constitutional amendments. A 70 vote in the House and a 26 vote in the Senate is a very high bar. So I don't want you to you know, to walk away from here, any of the listeners to say, oh, well, they're going to take care of business. We need people engaged. We need grassroots. We need everybody to understand the issue and to weigh in because these are not going to be easy votes. And I think that's, the, he's, he's right on that. I think the big thing is, is back home, those grassroots people, those, those sheriffs and those municipalities and those business owners, you know, the one thing that I always find, and I, and, and I think you would agree is lots of times they'll get a leap of something, uh, a quote of something, and it gets misinterpreted. Mm-hmm. Look, when you have those things that you're not clear on or you're not sure if you're speaking the right uh, verbiage, reach out, reach out to us, reach out to staff, and, and, and at least get the right part because that's where it really starts from, right? Finding the right information out there that, that helps us move this along. I mean, that that's a high bar for us to hit it on the House side. It's, it's a little tougher to hit that 70 mark when it comes to these issues, but if those back home can talk to their legislators and get the right information where those legislators are not having to try to clean up or try to uh, handle a tidal wave of uh, resistance coming at them. It makes things a lot easier and it makes people understand a whole lot better. Yeah, that, that you know, the, the ability for people to reach out, make a phone call to you all, go on Facebook and give a helpful comment, not, 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 not a harmful one. People underestimate how important that is. We hear all the time when we're talking to folks in the Capitol, they say, okay, I'm hearing from folks back home on this or that. You know, it is a bit. So if you're listening right now and you're wondering, yes, it does matter. Reach out to your local legislator. Let them know. One, one question, uh, one other policy question real quick, redistricting. I know it's not in this session, but at some point this year we're going to get census numbers. And at some point this year it'll be the job of the legislature to do what they do every 10 years and redraw lines for your, yourselves, your colleagues, Congress, Bessie, PSC, a number of things. Uh, give a little flavor of what, what people should expect this year on that front. Well, the feds uh, have told us, uh, indicated that we won't get them till September, and I think they gave us the end of September. So if we, no, get, them so. At the, if we get them at the 2nd of September, we'll be shocked. It'll probably be right. the 30th, which we always get our House and Governmental and Senate Governmental Affairs Committees, which – those will vet those issues. We try to get them to travel the state because what you want to do in redistricting is make sure that the locals uh, have some say because what we want is like, you know, groups that have commonality in these districts. We, we don't want districts to stretch, you know, geographically. Sometimes they have to, to, to meet the one man, one vote obligation, but, um, but that's going to be the process in the fall. And then it looks like it, it might be as, as late as February before we take up the special session. And, um, and then we go into session in March for the general session. But understand this, we're going to redistrict all of that. But they don't all have to be done in that one special session. We could actually do redistricting in the general session, and we could call an additional one. The problem is there is a 2022 congressional election, midterm election, so we have to do the congressional districts and give them enough time to plan to run their election. Uh, that's probably the most pressing 
redistricting issue. Yeah, and I know on the House side, and, and he's, he's gave a timeline on it, but on the House side, uh, I know uh, Chairman Stefanski is already meeting with members and getting their input, what they're uh, seeing in their district and, and, and how to uh, better shape those districts to, to help and make them fair. But, you know, it all comes down to you got to have the numbers, you got to have the data to be able to get it right. So that's what we're waiting on. We'll, we'll get all our trips and all the preliminary uh, stuff done, and then we'll be ready to go when it gets well, excellent. Well, look, we're all excited, I guess, if that's the word you use, to, to, to get right to it, get back into session. And yeah, it sounds like you all are playing the same template last year or last year when you all worked across party lines, uh, chamber lines, all that stuff, try to, be, to get to solutions. And if there's one brand of both of your leadership thus far, it's been solutions. So you try to get to solve problems, which is refreshing and nice to see. So we look forward to working with you. And we'll send this out to our membership. And maybe later on in the session or maybe afterwards, we can get a little time and see how, how it all went. And look, I, I know both of us, and, uh, and I'm speaking for him, but we want to thank you for, for always being there and being able to, to work with us. I mean, that, that says a lot whenever we call on you and, and ask for information and talking. So we appreciate you and your members. Yeah, you, you've been a great resource yeah. for information. Uh, you know, we have great staffs at the Capitol, but sometimes – the, I call them the, the boots on the ground, also know exactly what, it, what they have to deal with on a daily basis to, to ma- maneuver the bureaucracy of government. And so thank you for that information. Oh, absolutely. And look, you, you both have come from business before you went into public service, so you understand the needs of Main Street. You always have, and you always look for that input. So we appreciate you being open to that. So with that, that is a very special edition of Sounds of the Session. That is a wrap. And maybe towards the end of the session, we'll get back together and talk about how things went. So thanks to you both, and thank good you. luck for a successful session. Thank Thank you, Stephen.